0: This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to the Blood Reds Morning Bulletin. I'm joined by my fellow Liverpool.com writer Kiefer to discuss Liverpool's summer transfer plans for the defence in this three-part series we're doing this week. Um, With with the defence, it's going to be an interesting one, isn't it, Um, Kiefer?
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I think there's a few uh, few scenarios to sort sort out. There's some of them for Jurgen Klopp and his staff, isn't there? I think certainly outgoing as well. You look at Joe Gomez. Um, I thought he was great on Sunday night at, at fullback, but we all know that he doesn't want to play there long term. Um, and then the other side of that stick is if he doesn't want to play there long term, you you kind of need a replacement for Trent Alexander Arnold. And obviously, we we all know how special and, and unique he is. Um, you know, it's not an easy task to find someone who kind of slots in. Like a glove on that right hand side. I mean, you know, we kind of we've seen it with Costas in his second season. He's he's been a lot better and he's been able to close that gap um, and allow Robertson to kind of have games off here and there, or maybe when he's you know not been at the peak of his powers, which has you know been really useful for Liverpool and, and in sustaining you know challenges on four, four fronts. But you know, I think that the the key thing is now to, to kind of find that on on the right hand side of Trent. Um, you know, we've got Neko Williams is out on loan at for them and he's doing well. But you know, after. Having a taste of first-team football, is he going to want to come back and and sit on the bench and and play here and there? So, yeah, there's plenty of uh, scenarios and and stuff to sort out.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you say, the the left-back position, I think it's fair to say, is probably sorted. Um, There's no need for incomings or outgoings. I think I saw there's some minor rumours about teams being interested in Kostas Timikas, but uh, I don't think he's interested in moving Away from Anfield anytime soon but at, at centre-back it is definitely going to be interesting and I think a lot of Liverpool's activity will hinge on Joe Gomez's future where, where do you see that going do you think he will move on or do you think he will stick around?
1: It's such a difficult one isn't it because I think games like Sunday you know when he does play well you know people kind of remind people how good he can be and like i said not albeit not in his natural position but you kind of see the athleticism that he does possess you know obviously yeah he's not the best going forward but as a center half, he doesn't need to be um i, I mean he is, he, you know, he is technically fourth choice at the minute after, you know, the the revival of kind of Joel Matip on, a, on an injury front. You know, he's, he's put together his, his best ever season um, in terms of numbers and appearances, um, certainly consecutively. And um, then obviously you look at Canate and, and, you know, he's still bedding in. You know, I don't think we've seen the best of him yet, but he has been, you know, good in moments and, you know, he's only going to get better. Um but it does it does pose a difficult question for Joe because, you know, you'll have plenty of suitors this summer. Um he's probably looking at the World Cup. And, you know, when you see the likes of Harry Maguire and Tyrone Mings in the England squad, and you know, they're 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 racking up caps left, right, and centre, you know, there must be a part of you think that's like, you know, come on, give me a shot. But you know, the only way to kind of you know, we know how Southgate operates, especially, you know, with the the amount of players now, you know, even Tomori, you know, he's he's been great for AC Milan this season, you know, he's he's not in he's not in the latest England squad. So um yeah, you know, you, you, we know that you've got to be playing that even have a chance of, of getting into that squad, and uh, you know that's something that Joe Joe Gomez might have to to look at. You know, for the next the early part of next season, obviously the World Cup's in over the winter period, isn't it, from November to December? So he's got what three or four months to kind of put a string of games together. Um, but you know, maybe things could change in the summer over preseason. You know, he could have a obviously he's, it wasn't a full pre-season for him last year, was it? Obviously he was coming back from that injury. Same with Van Dyke. Obviously we know why Van Dyke you know was not rush back sooner, but we know why um, he's so important to this Liverpool side, you know, you only have to look at last year, so it's understandable to why he's kind of been the ever-present in the defence and Mike Gomez oh, has maybe found it harder to kind of reach the heights that he did have before the injury, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm sure Liverpool have plenty of inquiries about him in, in the coming weeks and months, but I would I would love to see him stay around because I, I personally think he's fantastic and, you know, him and the, the thought of him and Canati over the coming years is, is something that really excites me, but you know, how do you tell Joe Gomez to sit and wait for three seasons until Van Dyke, you know, you know, levels down? Um, so, yeah, it's certainly going to be a difficult one.
0: Do you think um, a loan option might be uh, a potential one? You know, with uh, Seth Vandenberg probably coming in as a fourth option after his loan in the Championship and then Gomez going out on loan, potentially to someone like Aston Villa, who have uh, declared an interest in him in the past and, you know, that would kind of work for both parties involved, but
1: maybe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've seen in Villa's defense this year that it's, it's probably not the best. And, you know, it's pretty obvious that Stephen Gerrard is going to go into the transfer market. And, like you say, there were even rumors in January that Villa was sniffing around Gomez, and whether that was a loan or a buy option, I think a loan would, would be great. But, um,. <sighs> It's probably the most sensible option, but then you're losing another year of him not at Liverpool, and and then obviously I, I think his contract is 24. For, forgive me if I'm wrong. So then you go into the final, so you're going into the final 12 months of his contract, and you know his value's then massively decreased. Um, and obviously we know the transfer market hasn't been the same in the last two or three years because of the pandemic. So this year could be the first kind of if you like normal one um, in a couple of years. So. You know, maybe is it is it best for it to sell him in the summer, but then his value's not gonna be at its highest. Um, you know, we've seen that Liverpool aren't afraid to kind of loan defenders out, you know, we've seen Phillips, you know, they didn't get the price they wanted for him, so they were happy to to send him to Bournemouth and and let him prove his worth there in the championship. And I'm sure he'll probably be one that's probably off in the summer. Um, you know, potentially the same with, with Williams, you know, it looks like Fulham are gonna come up. But yeah, the the Gomez one it's it is strange, isn't you know, it? Because I think everyone everyone knows how good he is. Um and like I say, you know, I'm sure there'll be many more clubs and Villa sniffing around. I think Villa will be, a, uh, you know, you'd, you'd expect them to mount a serious push for Europe at a minimum next season, you know, with the amount they've invested. Um, and, you know, Gerard's obviously finding his kind of range there and finding his kind of style. Um, but I'm sure, you know, like we saw, not comparing him to Klopp, but, you know, Klopp's first full season obviously there's a huge difference wasn't there so you know when managers get their feet under the table and they get comfortable and they kind of have a few of their own signings get a full pre-season you know Villa could be a force and and then that's maybe you know where Gomez kind of helps you know puzzle that piece together um but yeah it would be a shame to, to let him go but then you know if, if it was a year's loan and then he came back in, in 2023 whenever it would be you know and he and he was able to cement himself when you'd expect Matic to be getting on maybe by then, and or, or certainly his minutes to be significantly reduced. Uh, then you know maybe he could slot back into to the Liverpool side. But the thing that the only kind of thing that does worry me about this year is that obviously Liverpool competing you know for a quadruple, you know it's, it's unprecedented. It's never been done before, and and still his minutes have been pretty, um, you know pretty minimal, certainly uh, in the sense of that position. Um, so you know if that's. If, 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 if Liverpool are going on four different fronts and he's still struggling to, to get minutes, it kind of doesn't bode well if they were going on two fronts next season, you know, two elite fronts. You know, you're talking about the Premier League and the Champions League. Um, so, yeah, it's like I say, it's certainly, it's certainly a difficult one.
0: Yeah, I think when it comes to selling him, what Liverpool will have to ask themselves is, is there anyone better in the market or more available, you know, Available for for the right price as well. Um, who is as good as Gomez? And I, I don't think there is that many young centre backs out there in terms of age, profile, style of play that who suit Liverpool so well. But moving on to the right back situation, you mentioned that earlier on in the stream. Uh, Neco Williams has done very well at Fulham. Um, he's kind of similar in. Uh, I think when it comes to his style of play, he's equally as attacking as Trent, just different in how where his output comes from. Um, so it's going to be an interesting one because Liverpool do need a cut co- a cover there, uh, but it's just about whether Neko Williams wants to stick around.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there. You they obviously are you know both very attacking minded fullbacks. You know the modern fullback if you want to call them that. I think obviously Necker. I think he prefers maybe the overlap more, and Trent obviously this season we've seen you know comes more in the field and sort of like an underlap. Um, but you know it's not it's not a uh, it's not a sly on on Necker Williams. It's just that he isn't Trent, and I think obviously the drop off is you know sizeable again. But no disrespect to Williams, um, but I think Liverpool struggled to find a a, a full back certainly one who wants to play as a number two, where there would be you know a, 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 where the gap wouldn't be you know, enormous when Trent isn't playing. So you're always going to get that. And it's just about being smart with it and, and looking at the profile of the player you want to recruit. Maybe it's an older, an older heady, you know, can maybe nurture Trent a bit and kind of, you know, mould him into this future Liverpool captain that we all kind of um, heard mentioned over the, over the years. Or, you know, because is, is it going to be a young player who's going to be similar age or if not younger to Trent, who's thinking, well, I'm never going to get a kick here um, because, you know, that's, it's not going to be great to push Trent, is it? But, um, yeah, no, it's, um, I, I think... I saw, I saw an interview with Williams yesterday. He was obviously in the Wales camp, head of their World Cup playoff. And, and he basically said that this is the first time he's gone into a camp playing, you know, having played minutes, it's the best shape he's been in. And I just can't see a situation where he'd be happy to sacrifice that again, especially if, you know, Fulham, you know, are running running away with the league. So, you know, you'd expect them to be in, in, in the Premier League next season and you'd expect them to want to keep Williams as a part of that. So I can't see a situation where he turns around and says, you know what, I'd rather... You know, after having, it's like we've seen it with Lingard, I mean, he went to West Ham and then he thought he could, you know, knock on the door again at United and he's kind of almost taken a backward step to where he was this time last year. And I I just, I'd hope for the sake of Neko's career, he probably doesn't do that because it's probably not the best thing to do. And we've seen how good he is and I think he's, you know, certainly proved a lot of people wrong, you know, albeit the championship, but, you know, going forward and, you know he's scored some some great goals and that one at Swansea comes to mind, um that cheeky halfway line chip that hit the bar, um so you know there's certainly a player there and if Liverpool can you know get a, a decent fee for him, um you know like I say it might be the best option might be to go someone maybe at the latter latter stage of their career who's maybe willing to almost come in and you know be a mentor and maybe you know win a few trophies and and kind of you know oversee the development of training, which I think could you know really help him long term but. Yeah, it's certainly going to be difficult because there's, there's, there's going to be such a small uh, pool size of, of players who are going to be willing to kind of take that number two, if you like, um, position at fullback because we know that you know Trent, along with Van Dyke, arguably Fabinho and Salera, like the, the hallmarks of this team and the kind of the ever presence. Like if you had to pick three to kind of three or four start every week, it would be them. And I think when you when you lose Trent, you lose so much going forward. Um, you know, and obviously the stats obviously back that up, but. Yeah, it's certainly going to be a difficult one for, for Jürgen Koffer as someone to kind of identify identify someone who's capable of, of plugging that gap.
0: Yeah, I think the key there is potentially to find someone like Tim Kass at left back, which is, might be searching for a needle in a haystack, but uh, I'm sure that's what Liverpool would like to do uh, with Necker, regarding Necker Williams. I think it would probably be better for him to, to be out of the sort of toxic environment that he was in on social media around Liverpool fans. Uh, He's already thrived at Fulham in that sense. Um, But I think that about wraps it up for the defence. Make sure to tune in tomorrow where we'll be discussing the midfield. Uh, Thanks, Kiefer, for joining me and uh, thanks everyone for listening in. Uh, Check out the rest of the Blood Red content coming out today and tomorrow and uh, all the written content on liverpool.com as well.